0: Rebound. Rel- Rebound.
1: Rebound. 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 Hello, Brooklyn. This is the Brooklyn Rebound Podcast, Episode 3, March Sadness. Hey guys, uh, thanks for listening again. Uh, we are back for Episode 3 from right across the Brooklyn Museum in mm-hmm. Prospect Heights. Um we're gonna be doing some recaps uh with the Nets Mavs, uh, Nets Bulls, and uh maybe talk about a little injuries around the NBA and maybe a little political talk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we might go into politics now. I won't it won't be that much. But uh here I am with uh good old JT, what JT up? Baller, Justin Farber here, and we are um gonna get this going right now. So right off the top. Uh Nets Mavs. <laughs> Friday night, it was supposed to be a good night. It was not. It was not a good <laughs> We had high night. hopes. We had high hopes. Yeah, yeah. And um, we went to go see the game. Um, actually, no, I was there live. Justin was watching it, right? Yeah. Um, and, and it just it looked like it was going to be a promising game, but typical Nets doing their third quarter woes where throughout the season they just have been very, very, very bad. During the third quarter. What, yep. What did you think about that, Justin?
0: Yeah, no, that was about right. Turnovers were the uh, were the story in that game, mm-hmm. uh, especially in the third. We just could not hold on to the ball. Yeah. And yeah, well, in the third, we couldn't score either. So. Yeah.
1: Um, you know, during the preview last episode, I, th- I thought we were going to win because the Mavs are not even a playoff team, but the way the Nets have been playing right now. Uh, they're probably not a playoff team right now, <laughs> even though they're statistically in the playoffs. But yeah. they've been playing pretty bad. To the, um, to the
0: Mavericks' credit, though, Dirk, Dirk wasn't uh, was healthy. He's just kind of now recovering, so... Yeah, yeah, that was earlier
1: in the year he had an injury. Um, he was he was torching them. We really didn't have a... I mean, Dirk Nowitzki's a rare player where you... It's hard for him to guard because he's a 7-foot guy who can shoot over the top of anyone. And they had Gerald Wallace on him. They had... Reggie Evans yeah. they had We were trying to
0: Switch it up Find someone to Stop him T
1: 3 Nothing Nothing Could stop him Um A couple of notes Definitely with the Turnovers Third quarter collapse uh, We also had Just terrible Rotations on D Yeah Uh They were running Some high screens With Dirk Uh And actually Mike James And before that was Darren Carlson The starting point guard For the Mavericks Um Vince Carter coming back alive. Vince and half man, half amazing. Former New Jersey Net. Former New Jersey Net. Um, that is correct. He he did a lot of things in, in in the Nets playoff history, but yeah, that
0: was a little vintage Vince Carter we saw on uh, on Friday night. He he jumped up there pretty high and
1: dunked on. Uh, I forgot who it was during that play, but because I wanted to forget about the whole game, <laughs> I don't <laughs> so. <sound> blame <unbelievable>. you. <laughs> So Vince Carter got twenty points. Uh, what are the high notes that we had stats wise for the Nets, though? Uh, I mean, well, wise we scored the most. I think Darren Williams had was the leading scorer for the Nets Yeah,
0: Darren Williams had a monster first half seventeen points in the first half. Yeah, yeah. he's looking a lot more confident. Uh, continues to be aggressive. That quick step is finally coming back.
1: All the pregame chatter for this game was all about Mark Cuban if he was going to be at the game because the reason why this game had some significance related to Darren Williams was. Uh, he had to make that decision the offseason whether he was going to play for the Dallas Mavericks or the Brooklyn Nets. And apparently, you know, uh, he chose the reason reason he chose the the Nets was because Mark Cuban was on Shark Tank
0: during the meetings. (laughs) Mark Cuban didn't make it a priority to uh, meet with his potential future
1: point guard. guard. Well, right now, I mean, since the Mavs have the only win or matchup win against the Nets, they are winning the argument, maybe, but, um, you know, I'm happy that we have Aaron Williams, and I'm glad that he's playing well, so that's the one uh, shining light right there, um, we got to control the turnover, so. Yeah,
0: with him, yeah, with him playing well, she's also going back to his, uh, you know, not taking care of the basketball. Yeah,
1: and this actually was the return of uh, Joe Johnson from the heel injury. Yep, and uh,
0: tough, tough game for him, definitely, uh, definitely shaking off the rust.
1: Five turnovers in the game for Joe Johnson, um, and he just was not looking like himself, really. Um, and hopefully that that changes soon because the heel injury, like we talked about last week, I don't know really what it consists of other than just being, you know, pain in the in the lower part of your foot. But you know, hopefully he can just get get some treatment. He, we got some couple days off. Uh, coming up until the next Wednesday game, um, but yeah, that actually uh, you know brings us to our next summary. Uh, we got the Bulls playing the Nets on Saturday night. Um, they Brooklyn traveled right after the game. They went to Chicago to play. This is the second time they went to Chicago uh, to play the Bulls. They were tied one-one um, for the season, and they were battling for the fifth seed. Um, these teams are really neck and neck. In terms of the standings, and I have a feeling, uh, think we do. We play them one more time, right? I think we play them one yeah, more time so, this season. So we got them one more time, um, and this game just did not turn out. Just actually, just as bad as the previous game. Yeah,
0: I mean, in the beginning, it looked you know it looked like we were gonna get off to a good start. I think Brook Lopez started off really hot, 14 points in the first quarter. Yeah, and then uh, we stuck with him, and then all of a sudden, at the end of the second. Bulls is going to 15 0 run. And, uh, you know, it was just downhill from there. Uh, I think it was between like the, the end of the second and beginning of the third. It was a 19 0 run by the Bulls. Yeah. And that pretty much just sealed it right there.
1: See, the score itself, uh, it was 98 90. And it just looks closer than what it was. But, you know, i mean, actually sorry. My apologies, guys. That was 85 96. <laughs> I read the wrong box score. I'm human. Um. So, yeah, uh, it wasn't as close as it even seemed that put the Nets at a two-game losing streak um, and also pushed them back from the Bulls, uh, jumped them in the standings. So the Bulls took over the fifth seed, and the Nets uh, were placed at the sixth. Um, I, I don't know. I, I just thought, uh, just watching this game, that um, they, they're a good matchup with the Bulls, but you know, Thibodeau, Coach Thibodeau for the Bulls, he's a good uh, defensive coach, and mm-hmm. he can take away any weapons we have. And it looked like we had no weapons to go with other than uh, our All-Star brooke Lopez, who had 22 points that night. So,
0: yeah, and part of th- part of I guess with becoming a parent now is Reggie Evans starting to get uh, exploited for his lack of anything but rebounds. <laughs> um You know, he's been a starter for I think since PJ took over. He's been. Uh, He's been pretty much primarily he's, in the starting started, role.
1: he actually swapped i think with, with when when Andrew Hup, Johnson was there with uh, when Hump had the
0: injury, he came yeah, out yeah, um, and never got and back then just him. never Hump never got back in the rota- uh, into the starting starting role yeah but Reggie Evans, I mean I think we were what 20 and 20 and 10 over the last 30 mm-hmm. games or yeah. pJ's first 30 games, but uh yeah, teams are definitely starting to exploit uh Evans' weaknesses because he's just he's just you know he's definitely a liability. Other than those, uh, those rebounds he's pulling down for us. The problem is he can't
1: jump. Uh, other than rebounds, he can't, like, jump into uh, block shots or deflect anything. So, right. therefore, uh, that leaves the only big guy that we have, Brooke Lopez being our sh- primary shot blocker. He had three blocks that night. Um, but, like, in a matchup against Joakim Noah and uh, – Was Todd Gibson playing? No, that? Oh, that was uh, – sorry. It was um, Boozer. I mean, both of them can score in the paint. Um pretty Well, Joaquin Noah had that big night the other night. He had a, what, 20, 20, and 10. Yeah, yeah, so, something like that.
0: 20 along those points. He put up some monster 20 shots. points,
1: 20 rebounds, and 10 blocks. It's kind of ridiculous. Uh, I I was not a big fan of Noah or uh, in general because he just he just rubbed me the wrong way and he's very arrogant with his play. But I mean, you gotta give the guy props. I mean, he just he was an all-star this year. Voted over Brooke Lopez initially. Mm-hmm. Um, he's
0: a he's a hustler.
1: Yeah, yeah. He, he definitely definitely gets
0: those hustle points.
1: He, uh, as uh, as uh, my good friend Josh, who likes to follow the Celtics, there's an announcer on there called Tommy Hyson. Uh, <laughs> those he, Tommy points. Tommy points. Hustle points, or the Dan Marley Hustle Award. You know that basically a Joaquin Noah kind of player. He just he gets in your face and he has no fear for anything. So. Yeah. Uh, kudos to the the Bulls figuring that out, um, you know, just putting the Nets in their corner. Um, what do you think the the biggest challenge uh, going forward uh, after these next two, the last few games?
0: Are? Well, I mean, some of the one of the things I noticed between uh, you know the game against the Mavs and the Bulls, for whatever reason, Darren Williams and Joe Johnson have been running these pick and rolls with Reggie Evans, and Reggie Evans has no hands. Right. So that alone was, uh, cost us so many turnovers. And I'm right. not sure why that keeps happening. Um, and I think that's something that needs to be addressed going forward. And MT3, I mean, I mean, it's a positive from these games. He's showing some life, especially against the Mavs. He got, uh, you know, he's real active on the floor. He ended up uh, having a huge, you know, definitely showing a lot more confidence. I think yeah. his air ball to uh made shot ratio is uh, definitely getting better from Previously in the season. Right, right. <laughs> he only had one air uh, collectively in these two games. Fans, there's, I mean,
1: there was a, there's a period, yeah, where he had the four air balls. He had the longest streak of air balls. Look, maybe. I don't know. I don't think anyone keeps track of that. Maybe there is <laughs> someone on the internet. Some stat nerd somewhere yeah, doing it. A little John Hollinger, um, uh, out there. But, yeah, um, MT3 coming alive, um, I read uh, recently there's a report that P.J. is looking to just find a lot more minutes for uh, MT3, right. uh, and maybe he could be the four, first or second option off the net bench. What yeah. do you think of that?
0: No, I think they should definitely try and work him into the rotation. I mean, a lot of it's just, he extends the floor. When you have Reggie Evans in there, talk about clogging the paint. I mean, right. when Lopez has to, you know take his, you know, trying to do his post moves down there. If Evans tries to separate and move out to the three-point line, no one's going to guard him out there. Right. You can cheat on right.
1: Reggie Evans.
0: No I one's going to honor that.
1: And by, by that, it's like anyone who's guarding, like, for example, Boozer guarding uh, Reggie Evans during the time um, they're playing uh, Saturday night, um, Boozer can go help and double-team. Brooke Lopez. That mm-hmm. leaves Brooke Lopez with no option other than just kick it out. By that point, you know, if you're running the, the first play with Brooke Lopez feeding in the paint, the shot clock is already dwindled down to what, like 10 seconds? Mm-hmm. Then they have to do something off the fly with Darren Williams or Joe Johnson or Joe Walls just doing something off the fly and it's killing
0: our offense. Right. And that's why I'm a fan of Tletovich in the game because he stretches the floor out, gives Lopez that room inside to work and, uh, you know, to try and, you know, work that post game in there. Yeah. Um, the only, you know, downside to that is Tletovich, he's a, He's definitely an undersized power forward. He's listed as six nine, I think, but he's you know that's a generous six nine. Right. I think he's a little he's a little bit shorter than that. So Matt, that's definitely matchup issues, and that's, that was apparent of the Bulls too. He's a rarity.
1: Uh, for offense, he's he's got so many gifts. I think he can he can be the leading scorer off our bench easily uh, when the time comes right. But uh, for defense, he's too small to guard that. The fours in NBA, the power fours in the NBA. He's too slow to guard the threes in the NBA. The swingmen, like the, I mean, Le- Lebron James, the Kobe's, even the Corey Mighetti. I mean, <laughs> yeah, so that's true. Uh, that's true. It's that's the problem that I think uh, since the beginning of training camp, the Nets have been preaching defense more than mm-hmm. the offense, but now. You know, maybe the concern is that we're turning over the ball too much in offense. The offense is just not succinct. Right. So I think I think you're right with the MT3 um, rotation. Hopefully, he gets in there. Maybe Marshawn Brooks starts. Yeah. Something going. He's
0: been on. Uh, he's been showing some life too. He's been getting some minutes. uh The last few games, you know, PJ PJ's been showing a little bit more confidence in in that. But PJ's been all over the place as far as you know rotations and subbing, and he's really just trying to find that core, um, you know, that second unit. to, you know, moving forward. So we'll see. See what happens with Reggie Evans. Personally, you know, I'd like to see Toledovic definitely get some more minutes going forward. And then it's just a matter of, who do you give the other minutes to? Do you give it to Evans or Humphreys? Oh, man. Humphreys going to try to get Humphreys to earn his contract? Humphreys getting paid, you know. See,
1: this is where the trade deadline would have been a little useful for the Nets. Uh, I think they could have got rid of one of these guys. uh, Because they're similar in so many ways where they rebound the ball. Um, I think... Humphreys can jump a little higher and he can block shots, but he's not a primary shot blocker. He's like a weak side defender, meaning when someone goes to the hole and if Lopez is guarding that guy going to the hole, Humphreys can come over and collapse on that guy with Lopez and block the shot that's going up. So, um, I don't know. I I think I would go with, uh, lessening Reggie Evans' minutes. I mean, PJ does this a lot and he does matchups, you know, um, If there's two guys in the paint, you know, maybe he he usually wants that on the opposing team, he wants more rebounding, so he'll have Evans um, over, you know, MT3 or Humphreys. Mm -hmm. But one thing I think he should start doing, which we saw a little bit of the last two games, was play Andre Blatch and Brooke Lopez together. And
0: I I agree with that as well, because Andre Blatch is actually someone that can play the four and not be, you know, outsized. Right. Um, and that's an issue because Evans and Hump don't really have that, you know, those defensive capabilities to let of either Right. And Blatch, I mean, not that he's, you know, any sort of, like, defensive strong man, but he at least, you know, he has the body to kind of stick with the taller guys.
1: Right. Right. Well, I mean, uh, hopefully they'll start getting going, um, you know, towards the crunch time of minutes uh, in, the, in the final quarter, and then we'll have uh, what I've been – you know, clamming for to see Andre and and Brooke Lopez play together because I know if Brooke Lopez and Andre can hit those, you know, 25 foot jump shots, which they have. I, I saw Andre hitting a lot of that mm-hmm. uh, during the Mavs game. So I don't think it should be a problem. It's just a prop The backup center right. needs a void because it, he is our backup center and we don't have anyone bigger than Andre Blash coming up.
0: So. Right, so it's something to be you know hopefully figured out sooner than later. Yeah, you know down the stretch. Maybe now. Wallace
1: can slide to the four for a couple a couple more minutes now, mm-hmm. uh, and then MT three can maybe play uh, at the small forward uh, because I know Wallace likes getting in there and getting those rebounds. So, uh, all right, um, forgot to mention our uh, hope note of the game for uh, <laughs> the Dallas Mavericks game on on Friday night. Um, <laughs> so, uh, it was it. Entertaining performance by the Brooklyn Nets, the chi leaders of the Brooklyn Nets. Yes, they are They are say, said the same way, but they're spelled differently. Uh, I'm not good with grammar, but I'll give it to my, maybe our numbers guy. Do you know how to spell those Brooklyn Nets?
0: It <laughs> uh, gets me every time. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: yeah, so he, they were performing uh, A Suit and Tie, which is the new Justin Timberlake featuring Mr. Sean Carter and himself, Jay-Z, so they performed that song, and after that <coughs> song, what did Jay-Z do? He clapped. Wow. Yes.
0: Got a little acknowledgement. Yes. Yes, he... I hum- hold himself, huh? Typically, when Jay-Z
1: hears his voice in the stadium, he's usually just on his phone. And yeah. Doesn't really... No, he's humble. Him. He doesn't like to... Yeah, he he like him. yeah it's like, he's like, not, that's not me. You know, he's more into the game. He's a, he's a fan, just like all of us out there, you know? So... But, yeah, that was a a Jay-Z-Hove note of the game, and uh, hopefully we'll get get you some more. uh, These upcoming games, they have a a home game. Uh, What's our next schedule, actually? What's the next two games we have?
0: Uh, I believe, I think on Wednesday, we're playing in Charlotte uh, Mm. uh, against the Charlotte Bobcats. One of our uh,
1: favorite uh, UConn NBA players. Kemba Walker. Kemba Walker. Doing a lot of great things for those Bobcats, although Bobcats are not doing great things for him, um, <laughs> meaning they've just been losing a lot. They're on a five-game losing streak. So,
0: and then our, uh, and then our other uh, UConn guy, Mr. Uh, Mr. Ben Goran, hasn't been, you know, uh, doing so hot on that team. I yeah. think he's been uh, frowned upon. I don't, I don't even know if he's getting burned anymore. Nah, I don't think making so. making scenes in practice. Apparently, he got Tick-
1: kicked out of a practice.
0: Right? Yeah, t- taking off the coach. The coach was trying to, you know. Uh, you know, talk to the players, and Ben Gordon just refused to stop dribbling the basketball. Ben Gordon on the Bobcats used to play for the Bulls,
1: and he was, when the Bulls were finally making the playoffs again, he was referred to at one point Ben Jordan, because he was that good. He was about wow. one of the best
0: four, That's fourth quarter scorers. quite the comparison. Scorers.
1: I know, I know. Now Jordan has his contract and has him employed as the Charlotte Bobcats, and they're not doing anything. But, you know, there's one player that we... I wish the Nets grabbed uh, during the trade deadline, um, just to get some more offense for us. But you know, can't complain about it now. We just got to find what we have on our bench, and I think that should be an easy game for us. I said that last week for the Mavs,
0: but yeah, don't jinx us, man. Uh. Anything possible? (laughs) Who who knows? Right, 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 right. But Uh, uh, yeah, I know we match up well against them. I think yeah, as long as we play our game, mm -hmm. I think that should be a you know a solid. Solid, right. uh, easy one for us. And we'll have that recap, uh, our preview. Um, we haven't really confirmed yet, but
1: <laughs> <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll definitely t- talk more about that soon, <laughs> uh, when we get our next podcast uh, episode four. Um, yeah, so around the NBA, um, we got some injury news. Uh, one's affecting the Nets more than the other. Um, Andrew Bynum, uh, all star, former all star center of, Lakers, now on the Philadelphia 76ers. What, what did the I sickers? Say? The, the Sickers? 76ers the sickers. <laughs> they're sick. Uh, well,
0: yeah. They don't feel so good. They don't, feel so, <laughs> they don't good. feel so good, because they've been losing really <laughs> a lot
1: of games. Uh, currently, they're in the standings. I think they're in the ninth spot. Um, let me just double-check what we have here in terms of their games behind. Uh, <coughs> yeah, they're in the ninth spot. And the difference between the ninth and the eighth spot is six games, so... Uh, eight spot belongs to Milwaukee Bucks, so Andrew Bonham looks like he might have surgery soon. Uh, this affects Philadelphia and affects the whole Eastern Conference, really, because, um, if Philadelphia, they're expecting him to come back this year, and if he has a surgery, it doesn't look like Philadelphia's gonna make the playoffs, even after
0: that great run they had last season. So, yeah, it looks like the coach is also, I think, on the way out, too. (coughs) Doug Collins. Doug Collins just blew up at a press conference the other day. What did he say? The other day. Um, you know, just calling out members of the team, calling out the staff. Um it I mean, it sounds like at this point, I mean, Doug Collins is just kind of fed up and packing it up. Um, well, it doesn't look know, like he want, really wants to return to Philly next year based on those comments. I mean, I'm a fan of Doug <clears throat> Collins
1: on TNT, you know, watching that playoff. So, I mean. Yeah, he's a great commentator. He's a great commentator, and uh, I would enjoy watching that again. <laughs> I'm not saying anything other than that. What are you applying? I'm just saying that he's a good commentator, okay? Um, yeah, so Philadelphia looks like they're not going to make the playoffs. We have, you know, we don't have many games left in the season, and therefore, looks like one through eight may make all, everyone one through eight right now may, will make the playoffs. Uh, that's such a prediction of mine. There's a one dark horse, I think, that's still there Toronto Raptors, uh, with newly acquired Rudiger recently. Can required.
0: They can make a run, yeah. but at the same time, and they've been so hot and cold and, I mean, I think the other night they lost the Wizards, right? So,
1: and then I think Rudy Gay was injured that game. It oh, was yeah, still. okay. So, um, yeah, uh, we'll see uh, how that turns out. But it looks like it's just going to be shuffling for the positions from two through eight uh, going forward. Um, Celtics sneaking up quick on the uh, on the Nets here. I know, I know. Um, you know, your brother with his uh, awesome sports blog. Yeah, View
0: from Canal Street.
1: View from Canal Street. Uh, we're gonna get Josh on, on the show, you know, probably maybe before the last game we play. We play them one more time, right? So the series yes. between, uh, Boston and Brooklyn is two to one. Brooklyn has two games, Boston has one. So when they play, that is very meaningful if Brooklyn wins that. They have the tiebreaker against Boston.
0: Um, Yeah, so that could be really important coming down the stretch, you know, if they end up getting locked up in the standings and those records come close. Yeah. could be a very pivotal game.
1: And we just lost the tiebreaker to Chicago because they have two games and we have one. So uh, we'll see how that turns out with the seedings. And, of course, you know you can always listen to us and we'll tell you where they are every podcast. (laughs) That's our service. Uh, You're welcome. (laughs) You're welcome, America. Or. Maybe the world. <laughs> who knows? <laughs> For our international <laughs> listeners. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, so, we uh, speaking of international, actually, we have two notes on international. One international
0: point guard MVP candidate, yeah. Tony Parker. Tony Parker, who absolutely obliterated the Nets when he came to uh, came to Brooklyn the other week, I think three weeks ago. Yeah, 30-something points.
1: is ridiculous. Mind. Popovich and Tony Parker were... Really well together with pick and rolls, and that's what they killed us in. But you know, we're not going to reflect that much <laughs> on that. Um, more of it's been a it's been a good season for him, and it looked like he was you know one of the top MVPs next to LeBron James. But looks like he's going to be out for the remainder of the season with the an ankle injury, a second degree sprain or high ankle sprain.
0: Yeah, and that's a huge blow for the Spurs. I mean, he's just been playing out of his mind. He's been I mean, he's been having such a monster year, and unfortunately, yeah, that injury is just a huge blow to them, and they're you know. Postseason, I guess, hopes, right, um, or at least to make a run in the postseason. Well, I mean, uh,
1: since they are in the West Coast, uh, you know, unless the Nets get to the NBA Finals, which we'll do that later I mean, in the year, yeah. I and mean, we don't have to really worry about <laughs> yeah. the, the, the Spurs anymore. We played them twice; we lost to them miserably twice uh, during the year, and we don't have any more games with the Spurs. But you know. We hope Tony Parker gets better. I like watching him play. Yeah, he's such an exciting
0: player to watch. Uh,
1: Except when he's killing the Nets. Yeah. Um,
0: That's not so exciting. No, it's not (laughs) exciting.
1: Uh, And our next international note is our owner, Mikhail Prokhorov, may be running for mayor in Russia. Yep. Uh, Recently he ran for president uh, against Putin. Did not turn out the way he wanted it to. (laughs) And he lost. So... uh, Reports are that he's looking at a run It may not affect the Nets at all. Um you know, we'll keep you posted on, on Twitter or podcast how it affects going forward. But
0: best of luck to Mikel. You know. Yeah. I hope Good, I hope, good I hope. luck to him. As long as he uh, keeps on with the Nets. He's been hanging out with our mayor. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they just met up, I think, uh, was it last week? It the past week? Yeah, yeah. They've been just hanging out. So maybe The b- billionaire's stuff. hanging out together. He's talking about some moves, you oh, know.
1: All right. All right. So Let's good, good luck to him. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of Bloomberg and technology...
0: Um, <laughs> nice transition. You like, you like your second <laughs> It's not on the note. It's all, you know... <laughs> all He's right, right now. Off so. <laughs> the top of the head.
1: Then uh, they released a new app, uh, with the Barclay Center. Um, that's pretty cool um, in terms of giving the fans uh, the ultimate experience yeah. in, in stadiums.
0: State-of-the-art technology. This mm. is something that's new, I think, to the industry. I think they're the first arena in the country that has the ability. Like, there's a the app now. You can watch instant replays from different angles live, right. as long as you're at the game and connected to the Wi-Fi network. You can also order food from your seats, especially if you're in the nosebleeds. You know, it's a, it's a long walk oh. from that 30th row in the back oh, down to the vendor. So, Man, man, I mean, you get
1: to work out, but still, I mean, you're going to be hungry. Yeah. You don't want to wait any longer.
0: Yeah, than that long. you don't really want to work off those carbs. I mean, no, no, honest. you want to <laughs> <you wanna laughs> figure out. You want to
1: maximize, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so they have the replay, they have the food, and they have really good Wi-Fi there. I love uh, saving my battery, connecting that Wi-Fi. I'm a bit of a nerd, so, you know, I know my phone's important to me when I'm doing my Twitter, so (laughs) the Wi-Fi accessibility is awesome.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And something neat, uh, something that's actually, I think, it's in the works right now, and they're looking to roll out potentially next year, is uh, have the ability, once you're in your seats, if there's seats in front of you, rows in front of you, or sections closer, you can actually log into the Wi-Fi network and upgrade your seats from your phone to to get a better view of the game. Guys, technology's awesome. So we'll see if that gets rolled down in the near future. Yeah. That would be really neat. Well, the replay
1: thing I like a lot, too. Obviously, I, I want to be able to see re- replays on demand. Uh, sometimes we just look on YouTube, you know, <laughs> f- like when we see a ridiculous play and it's posted maybe
0: yeah, five, no. ten minutes after. Yeah, you know. no, if there's, a re- if there's a ridiculous dunk we see and we want to yeah, see it You know, right away, yeah, we'll just jump to YouTube. Yeah. But to have the ability now to just jump on the Wi-Fi network and just watch it right there.
1: Yeah, you know. even opposing... In the arena, and usually home crowds, they don't play any replays of yeah. the opposing team. The replays team. are definitely biased towards the, the Nets. Yeah, opposing team destroying our team, <laughs> which we, we don't enjoy watching. We just want to see how it happens, you know. <laughs> of so, course, of course. For, <laughs> for studying and for understanding how well our team and how bad they play sometimes, so... Uh, but yeah, that's that's uh, that's exciting, and I hope I hope we, they keep on releasing cool stuff like that. And if you guys come to the Barclays Center, definitely download download that app. I think it's the Barclays Center app, right?
0: Yep, it's the to Brooklyn Nets uh, or Brooklyn Nets and Barclays Center app. Both of them yeah. together, they're kind of integrated. Yeah. So yeah, cutting edge stuff. Mm-hmm. We are voted. The, we were voted. I think
1: by uh, one of the tech blogs as the top uh, arena technology wise. So yeah. and food wise. So. Yes, definitely food wise. But speaking of food, um, <laughs> no, I got no more segues. I got no more segues. I
0: was like, whoa. I,
1: <laughs> I got no more segues. Um, but, yeah, like I said, guys, uh, thanks for all the, uh, the followers and the tweets
0: uh,
1: on our Brooklyn Rebound account. Yeah,
0: tweet us your thoughts, suggestions about the podcast going forward.
1: Yeah, we're love to also hear on Tumblr. We're on Brooklyn Rebound at tumblr.com our gmail is brooklynrebound at gmail.com and uh, we're working on getting on iTunes I don't know what's going on um, yeah. figuring it out but we do have if you go to Tumblr's site you can look at it there I'm going to post uh, our RSS link on the Tumblr site so you guys can just subscribe through whatever uh, software you guys use. I think there's uh, Dogcatcher on Android mm-hmm. or, I, you know, can you, can, you, can you subscribe via RSS on iTunes?
0: I think you can, yeah. Okay. I believe so.
1: Okay. So, wow. It's fucking like technology and I don't know nothing about <laughs> iTunes. We're, Andro-
0: we're little Android uh,
1: little users. Little Android users. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and any feedback is great feedback and we really appreciate the downloads and, uh, and you guys listening out. So, um, yeah, I think that's all we got uh, for today. Um, and I think, uh, we're gonna be back to climbing the playoff, uh, standings soon, and our voices be a little more excited oh. and elevated and,
0: uh, happier about that. Yeah, so, no more of this March sadness. March sadness. It's gonna be some March gladness. It's coming. Second half. Wow. Wow. That just took <laughs> And on that, uh, on that note. On that <laughs>
1: note. Alright, guys. Thanks for listening. And, uh, from Prospect Heights, good night. Peace.
0: Rebound. down we re- re- da- Rebound. Rebound. Rebound.